Here we go. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the We Stomped You Out show. Welcome back, football. We're back, baby. Woo! Actually, in just about an hour and ten minutes, we're going to get our first game of the year. We got our buddy Tim on the line with us. Yep. What's up, fellas? So happy to be back for season two. Go Big Blue, baby. Go yep. Big Glue. Go Big Glue. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and we are about 75% of the show tonight. Uh, Rodriguez will not be with us tonight. He will be with us go forward, and he'll be with us on our next show. The show. Um, let's see what's going on, bro. How are you feeling about the year? Uh, yeah, you know what? I have hope. I have optimism. I have, uh, I'm not looking at a championship, but I'm looking at optimism and a step up. That's all you can ask for right now. Yeah, I'm looking at 500 or better. Oh, definitely. Definitely. And that's a lot based off the last two years we've had. But, you know, I'll say that, um, for me, anyway, the key big time is our offensive line. I think they've had a, another year to gel. We brought some veterans in. Uh, you know, we got Hernandez, we got Zeitler. They're all going to come together, and they're going to protect Eli. You hear me, guys? Protect <laughs> Eli. He is not a rollout quarterback. He's a pocket passer. Um, you know, if he can be a pocket passer, we're we're we're. I'm looking at the speaker as if I'm looking at you to talk to you. <laughs> Uh, if he can be, <laughs> if he can, if he can be a pocket passer, he's gonna be, uh, he's gonna have a good year because last year he was out of his comfort zone. Well, really, last two years, right? Because he had the the bowl head haircut jerk uh, back in two thousand whatever. I want to forget that year. Then last year he became a bit of a rollout quarterback strictly because out of uh, a need to or self preservation. Uh, and this year the line's looking a lot better. And as long as they continue to gel, he can, can go back to his pocket passing ways and be the Eli we need him to be. Absolutely. And also, he said McAdoo do completely change the playbook on the poor guy. You know, 14, 14 years into your career, you don't need that kind of crap. That was, that year was a disaster. Like you said, last year he was just running for his life. I really think he had some kind of PTSD last year, and I'm not even afraid to admit that. He looked terrified. I think uh, you're absolutely right. I think he was extremely terrified, and he handled it well. I give, I give the guy credit. He still handled it very well. 47 sacks. 47 <laughs> I'd sacks. I'd be terrified, too. The, the most of his career. Uh, and, you know, he, he hung in there. He's a tough, tough... He's easy, baby. He's easy. He'll get rattled. No, he really does. Uh, well, I mean, he only gets rattled when he has to slide or do anything that's, you know, any type <laughs> of athletic outside of dropping back and passing accurately. Um you fumbling know. on his way to the ground with nobody touching him. Well, it's not a butt fumble, at least. But oh, well, yeah. <laughs> we'll never have that. Yes. Um, all right, so it's good to be back. Good to be back talking some football. Uh, again, I know Keith stated this, but it is uh, three of us uh, for this go-around. Rodriguez will be back uh, next week for episode two. Uh, welcome in Rachel and Roy and Samantha. Samantha, the Bills fan from Queens, New York. Wandy, welcome to the show. Um, second game of the season. We're we talking about the Giants' second game of the season. Who's second game of the season? Giants or Bills? Yeah, you, you'll you'll answer. I, I don't even know. I'll be honest with you because uh, you know, as most of you know, we're also huge Met fans on the show. Aside from Tim, he's secretly a huge Met fan, but he doesn't tell anybody. <laughs> but we we are um, really. Wow. Close. <laughs> We're focused hard on baseball season right now, so I didn't pay a lot of attention to the preseason. And honestly, I usually don't. Uh, like, if there was a quarterback battle, which there isn't, by the way, if there was a quarterback battle, I might pay a little closer attention. 
things like that. But it's preseason. You know, um, quite frankly, I think the preseason is too long. That's a whole other story. We can get into that another time. But I don't like to dive too deep into preseason. It tells you nothing. Uh, and the Mets are in a potential playoff run. So I haven't been paying a lot of attention. So I don't know who we're playing the second week is the point of that long. Note. The Buffalo Bills. Oh, we are? <laughs> and we are going. Yes. Is, is it oh, oh, is behind you? Oh, you, got you okay? You, <laughs> you're driving up. <laughs> you like how I, I flowed that really smoothly. It's too, at Giant it? Stadium. Oh, it's at Giant Stadium. Yeah. You understand? Yeah, we are, we are doing that game, and uh, I'll take some videos and pictures. It should be fun. Yes. Farachi understood everything I just said. Do you believe that? I have learned to speak Keith very, very well. Yes. The... And you learned to speak my voice to text pretty well, too. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, I, and have you ever had to deal not deal with it because that's not nice <laughs> no, that's not nice have you ever had to deal with Keith's <laughs> voice to text when he's having voice a tra- yes no but I had that technology back in the day it, well right now it's 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 along the lines of four or five sentences mashed together <laughs> and several words also mashed together combining into one word so you have to kind of decipher what he's saying I'll oh, start, I would love that. Pizza, stop sending me messages. I'll, I'll start doing it, and then we stop you out, group chat. Uh, with like, the, complete, like complete random stuff. I don't even want to know what, not no subjects or anything. I yeah. you had to lunch. I'll do that. <laughs> yeah, and it, it makes up words, too. Like, I'll say car, and it'll it'll type in there, like, vertigo. Like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, no, it's, like, completely off base. And usually when I do it, I'm driving, so I don't have time to proofread. I'm looking at the road. I'm just hitting the speaker button I'm talking and then I'm just hitting send while focusing on the road and yeah <laughs> it's like an insane form of mad loops it is ba- basically yeah alright one thing. more piece of information to share out there if you are watching us in a different group other than we stomped you out uh, by Cine Sports Talk uh, you'll have to join our group and watch the video through our group We'll see your comment in real time. Uh, we'll be able to on. We want to interact with you as the show is going on. Uh, so go ahead and send us a follow, uh, a, jo- a joint request on the group. We'll go ahead and get you in, and then you can start talking to us through the group video so we can uh, talk to some people. So so keeping it, um, oh, keeping it short, I guess, uh, give me a quick... Give me some quick thoughts, Farachi. What do you think are keys to us winning this weekend's game against the Cowboys? Cowgirls. Certain. Well, number one. Not to be in the girls wrong. But. <laughs> <laughs> N- number one, I think, is uh, addition by subtraction. And somebody who's killed us over the last few years is Cole Beasley. He is now up, actually, in Buffalo. Buffalo. Yeah, so that, th- thank you to the Bills <laughs> for taking on Beasley because he... I feel like every single third down, he converted it over the last few years against us. You know who is back? Who that? Witten. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Witten. Yeah. Well, I don't know what their problem is. I, I don't know it, we know. cannot have a problem. First of all, Witten w- was the worst commentator I've ever heard. Yeah, he was terrible. And and I'm not you know I'm not ashamed to admit when I if I like a, a former cowboy commentator because Tony Romo is a good commentator. But Witten Witten in the in the pro he called the Pro Bowl and he said oh two teammates hooked up together. Meanwhile it was 
Mahomes and I forgot who from some other team and he talked about how teammates they were teammates during the regular season and they hooked up for a touchdown no out of here um, but the other big key uh, clearly as always is uh, the offensive line so more confidence this year I mean no games have been played but on on paper uh, the names that you see more confidence in the offensive line to protect Eli uh, and just go back to the fact that in the first game down there at Cowboys Stadium uh, Eli autographed the wall so Eli owns Cowboys Stadium I'll never forget that we won the first playoff game ever in that stadium so what and I guess same question to you Tim what do you think of the the keys to the game as they say on the Giants broadcast. Probably every other broadcast do, but... I think... Did we lose Tim? We lost Tim. Uh, uh, check your pockets. Maybe he's... Uh, is he in your pockets? <laughs> Tim calls back. I, I know you called back. I just missed the... Uh, I just you, you know... Didn't work out uh, well. So, I, I'll take that. I'll take my own question. Keith. Okay. Yes. Hey, what Keith, 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 what do you think? I'll tell you, Keith. Please. I'm not um, I was going to think it was snappy comeback, but we'd, then we'd go back and forth for 10 minutes insulting each other and lose the whole show. Fair about. Um, obviously, Saquon, um, but a, a little bit different. I think I think we, we need to do a lot of pass op- options. I can't talk today. We need to do a lot of pass today, options to Saquon. Today, he says. Yeah, today, every day. We, you know, uh, I, I think if we use him... Um, for short passes, uh, and then uh, we take somebody like Ingram, we send him deep, uh, and then of course Shepard. If we can get Shepard and we get Ingram deep, and we can get Saquon doing some over the middle and short passes for the first half of the game, I think it'll severely damage the Dallas game plan, and then we can just run the ball down the throat for the whole second half. Um, yeah, I mean Saquon can run the ball down. Anybody's throat. I mean, that's all easier said than done, obviously, right? Why do all those screens go blank? Is that a bad thing? No, that's completely separate for what we're doing today. All right. Um, <laughs> Keith freaked out. <laughs> it's not necessarily a bad thing that... Um, I mean, it's not necessarily uh, an easy thing because Cowboys, let's face it, they, ha- they have a well-rounded team. Uh, with Zeke Elliott coming back and everything else, you know, we have a lot of a lot of things to worry about. And I don't think Zeke Elliott's going to be... Um, lightly utilized as everybody's uh, theorizing because he's been out. I think he's been keeping up his... Yeah, for sure. You know, and I'm sure the coaches on the side were sending him game books and stuff. You know, they knew he was coming back. You know, uh, and Zeke is... Listen, you could drop him in there with no knowledge of, of what plays are going to be run, and he'll figure it out. The dude is a talent. He's six foot tall, 200 some odd pounds. You know, he's a big back. He's definitely a beast. Yeah, he's not quite as good as Saquon, but you know he's he's up there. And so <laughs> we did it. We did a poll because um, Kyle is it, you know, from CineSportsTalk.com. He is a Cowboys fan, unfortunately a for him. Cowboys a Dodger fan. Uh, <laughs> Does he see a therapist? He should. He, I mean, he should for sure. Uh, but we did. We he put something uh, on the on CineSports Talk on the, on that group. Saying the best running back got paid, and Timmy Timmy's back. 
I'm back. My bad. Okay. I apologize. <laughs> You're all good. Every moment you were gone is a moment I missed you, Tim. We, we got sad. Um, <laughs> but uh, Kyle posted that, you know, the the best running back in football has now gotten paid. And I just laughed at him. And I said, it's not time to, to for Saquon to get paid. And <laughs> and so we were going back and forth. We talked about, you know, overall numbers. And then, you know, it's really, uh, I mean, uh, last, last year, scrimmage yards, uh, Saquon had him. Um, he fell short on the rushing yards. By what? Like 100 yards? By 100 yards and 40 less carries. But his average so if, yards per carry yeah, were higher. Was higher. 40. So, so if you take... 40. So, right. So if you take the, the 40 less carries and and uh, put into that his average yards, he would have he beaten them there too. So then he said, well, what about the rookie? Okay. Well, let's talk about the rookie year because we can compare one year of Saquon to oh, one Saquon year. Saquon blew him away in the rookie year. He it, there were there was some you know Saquon had him in a couple spots Zeke had him in a couple spots but what rookie running back can you say besides the elite had no fumbles? None. Zeke had Zeke had five fumbles that rookie year. Yeah, and and if know, he played for the Patriots, he would have gotten benched five times. It, it's 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 that's <laughs> a really really good point. It's actually quite amazing how well he protected the ball especially for a rookie, let alone any player in the NFL. Really amazing. I mean, Tim, you remember the, the issues we had with Tiki. Uh-huh. Know, oh, my goodness. There was, you know, Tiki fumbled Barber. And then all of a sudden he learned how to hold the ball. And he Vertical. was good. And then he cried because there was some discipline in the locker room. And he retired. Uh, and then we won a Super Bowl. So go screw yourself, Tiki. But, um, and I'm going to touch on some parallels, if not tonight future with the Tiki Barber and all that, which I may have done in the past, but the Saquon Barkley Zeke Elliott uh, comparison argument is, is hard right now because Saquon has one year under his belt. Uh, let him have another year, and then we can really start that argument. Um, based off of the one year last year, I would say Saquon has the capability to be better if not just as good. Um, but it's one year. You know, let, yep. let him do it again this year. I think he will, but let him do it again this year. Our live video has ended. I love when Facebook is just so great yeah. at what they're supposed to be doing uh, that our live <laughs> video ends. Didn't Jerry Jones buy Facebook? Well, the good thing is... <laughs> <laughs> the good thing is that we will be on Spreaker, CastBox, iTunes, iHeartRadio, your sister's ass, and anywhere else you want to look at your podcast. Um, you can listen to us in your car on the way to work or uh, at work on the way to your car. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, well, what we were talking about before we lost Tim was uh, kind of the keys to uh, game one. Right. Uh, so, Tim, what do, what do you think some of the keys are? We, we mentioned, you know, the O-line. We mentioned, I, I mentioned Cole Beasley. Uh, Keith, you mentioned... Uh, Saquon. Using Saquon, uh, short passes and letting Ingram go deep. Uh, I'm looking at the rookie defenders. Yeah, good point. The rookie defenders are my are my concern at the moment. Well, may they be your non-concern. Go forward, Timmy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, because if our... Those defenders have a lot of potential, you know. We brought in what Jabril Peppers, 
uh, who, who I think is going to help us a lot. I like I like Peppers. I like him a lot. He's, 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 that was that was a phenomenal pickup for that yes. trade. Phenomenal pickup. Yeah, and he's he's fast as hell. Yeah, and he you know he. He was projected to be like a top five talent, you know, or top ten talent, whatever maybe. But he was projected to be a top talent in the NFL and uh, didn't exactly live up to his um, promise right now. But you know, he he seems to yeah, be. Yeah, he has one year. It's a rookie year. Yeah, he only had right. one year. And it, right, and it, he did nothing but get better. Exactly. So if you look at his highlights. He got better from game one to game sixteen. He got nothing but better. You know, and speaking of the trade. Um, you know, and amongst us, we've talked about this a lot, but now that we're back on with the Stomp You Out show, NFL is here, baby. Woo! Um, for all you Giant fans out there, and I'm not sure there's really many, right, Tim, who are upset about the, or, or Farachi upset about the ODB trade, but for all of you out there who are upset about the ODB trade, I get it, but get over it. ODB is great talent. ODB is an amazing receiver. Top two in the league, three maybe. Maybe even the best. Who knows? But he's not going to win you a Super Bowl. What's going to win you a Super Bowl is winning the game in the trenches, having some discipline and cohesion on the team. And he... Cohesion. Cohesion. A little feng shui. And he kind of goes against that, right? And that was the parallel I was talking about earlier with Tiki Barber. Because once we got rid of Tiki Barber, once we got rid of Tiki Barber, or he retired, I should say... um, the, the team won. And I don't think that was no coincidence. I think, yes, we were... Uh, yeah, right. I don't think... We, we were building towards that, but Tiki was such a distraction crybaby. He was the biggest crybaby. For such a big talent, wham, wham, wham. He caused so much dissension in the locker room, so much issue, and I think Odell Beckham, Landon Collins, I think these guys are doing that, and I think Gettleman said, out of here, because that's not the culture we want. We want a winning culture. We The, the Giants... Historically, every time they win, they're almost like a military unit. They just, they're one, and they just go forward, and they run you over. Um, and we haven't been doing that, you know, and your Landon Collins and your ODBs aren't going to do that for you. They're not going to win for you. Yeah. I, I, we, and we never got the chance to talk about it. I, I personally love the trade. I, I thought we could have got more. I thought we should have gotten more for him. But, yeah, he, this is a guy who quit. On this team, the last four weeks of the season, I don't care what anyone says. He quit on us the last four weeks last year. Mm. So you know what? Goodbye. Got to go. Amazing talent. I mean, he even has a future. But, but he can't deny that. Yeah, he can't deny his talent, but he, he's a head case. He's, he's a head case. He he missed a bunch of games. So now he that he quit. Ne, ne, right. Yes. No. Ag- agreed. So over two years, the last two years, he played, what, 16 games total. And I'm not, you know, I wish harm on anybody, but now that he's not a giant anymore, I can say that he, he number one, yes, he quit on us, and number two, he he wasn't in there enough to impact seasons. And I hate, I hate what he said afterwards. That that just proved uh, to me that he, it's a, it's a, it's an Alex Rodriguez type situation where it's one plus. 52, um, where he, you know, he he said people were were uh, people there to watch me, not much success, and Eli very calmly said, "We had some success before you." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. We won two Super Bowls recently. Yeah, without you, Eze. You know that dude is he, Eli. Eli. He usually don't 
rebut things like that, but he, that was a slick comment, and I give him. A he had time. somebody had to, and it, and it was a it, it wasn't out of control. It was very cool, calm, collected during an interview yeah. with with Eli's classic smirk. But you realize, no media hyped that comment. Yeah. Odell didn't respond to that comment. Normally, like if there's some kind of volley in, in remarks, there is a huge blow up, and Eli just shut that door. Yep. Nah, you know, we won a little bit before you. Welcome in a couple well, of people. Like, like when, Eli, when Eli claps back, people shut up for some reason. Same thing with Tiki in, in, in uh, 2007. He ran his mouth. Eli hit him back with a big shot. Gone. It was over after that. Right. Yeah, because for for Eli to say something, you know, clap back, it's 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 somebody's out of line, and it's not Eli. No, exactly. <laughs> yeah, because he's Mister, he's Triple C Comical Collective. Actually, you know, way off topic, but I would love to see Eli, and I think you will in some sort of capacity go forward with the team in the future, coaching or or something. Because I think he just has that ability to, you know. Um, and, and speaking of old players with the team and things like that, there was, um, I was listening to uh, Big Blue, I forget the name show, but it's on the Giants at Big Blue. It's not our show, so. It's not our show. It's half as good. But uh, Deal is on there. He was saying, he goes, you know, I'm standing on the sidelines, me, Tyree, and Strahan, and um, Snee, all these guys go to the camp and work with the, the kids. And it's, it's so freaking cool to see those guys, our champions, come out and work with the kids and you know, kind of guide them and talk to them. I think I, I like that a lot. It makes me happy inside. It makes me feel warm and fuzzy. And and before we get off former former Giants, uh, Sean O'Hara, who uh, now is on, I believe, the NFL Network um, as as a commentator. Uh, he he came to uh, somewhat of Eli's defense, um, talking about you know the confidence level in, in Eli Manning and. He still got plenty left in the tank. I don't know about plenty, um, but he, but he talked about you know uh, they've been counting him out the last few years. It's a false narrative. Eli's washed up, can't play. He's old yeller. Nothing could be further than the truth. He said collectively as a unit, this season's offensive line is the most competent group he's had in years. Uh, so that's what kind of gets you. you know, it's coming from a championship. Get excited, line. right? So kind of gets you at least optimistic that the line. If if the if the I mean there's not much um, it's not saying much that it's an improved line. It is now we got to see how much improved it is because you go from 47 sacks to you know I'd like to see them go a whole game without a sack. <laughs> Eli would not know what to do at the, the time. Those days have <laughs> I think the last time that happened was probably 2011. I don't know for sure. If ever. If ever, yeah, you know, I'll take one sack, one sack. Because I love the dude, but he, but he, but he's slow. He's like molasses if if you don't give him time. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. If if he's if he gets, you know, uh, three seconds in the pocket, he's gonna be like, oh my god, I have all this time. Let me let me lean back, chill. No, he's he's just not gonna know what to do with himself after being on his back. He, he so might often. he might pull an option. And, and, <laughs> and what people need to remember too, I said this last year too. It's the cool thing is to hate Eli. It's the cool thing to do. Yep. And that's why people jump on it and jump on it. He still threw for over 4,000 yards last year. Yep. He still had a fantastic touchdown-interception ratio. And a lot of those interceptions were not his fault. I still think the NFL has come up with another stat for that. 
When, 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 you, when you hit a receiver in the chest and it pops out of his hand and a, and a defender catches it, it should not be on the quarterback. When you look at all the sacks he had last year with the line that he had and the team he had, give me a break. you got to stop bashing the guy. What can, what, what can we name that stat? Interceptions, f- forced uh, interceptions. Something like that. Yeah. There's got to be another stat. How do, you, how do you put that on the quarterback? I, I hit the guy in the hand, and, it, and he, he, he messed it up. The Thunder runs it back to Thunder. Oh, well, that was a bad throw. No, it wasn't. <laughs> we'll right. call it good quarterback, shitty team. That. Yeah, it, well, yeah, it's it, horrible. It, and and in the box score the next day, it looks like you know if you don't watch the game, it looks like you know Eli threw another one, you know, uh, yeah. poorly. Um, you know, just like in, in baseball, when you see a three for four, there are three line drives. They could be three infield hits. Oh, here we go. Yeah, I remember last year with the game was without without Beckham and everything. We we had like no name receivers. They were dropping routine oh my God. passes. They were they pulling, were dropping. We were pulling people out of the stands. <laughs> to play and he still threw over four thousand yards. That's what I'm saying. They, they, just to bash him, they just do it. It's a cool thing to do. No other reason. That's why I ignore it now. So, and I guess just a quick touch on one of the topics that we had was quarterback controversy. Aww. Quarterback controversy. There's no controversy. Get over it. Eli Manning is your quarterback. Our quarterback. He deserves to be, and he will be for the rest of the year. If Daniel Jones is the quarterback at any point this year, that means the year is a wash. You don't want that. Let Eli ride ride into the sunset. And you know, the media is so terrible. I can guarantee you, if Eli won, well, the Giants, right, led by Eli, 12 games, and he won a Super Bowl, you know what they would say? Next year when Daniel Jones started and Eli retired off into the sunset with his third championship and MVP... Hey, they would say, man, Jones is struggling. They should have given him some snaps last year. How come Jones didn't start <laughs> yeah. last year? Where's Jones? How come Jones didn't play? You should have played Jones. How irris- you, you, you're not going to please anybody. And the bottom line is... You know, Jones, Jones is a bust. He's a bust now. Yeah, yeah. and the yes. bottom line is Eli Manning is the best quarterback on the roster by far. And he's going to play this year out. And Daniel Jones is going to be uh, the beneficiary of standing behind Eli and watching a true... NFL two-time Super Bowl MVP champion champion lead the way. He's going to learn from him because you know. Let's say let's let's face it. Jones has been Jones has been playing really well in the pro. I can't speak. Jones has been playing really well in the preseason, but he hasn't faced. Could get excited? I am. No, I'm super pumped. And, and but he hasn't faced. The blitz packages he's gonna, that Eli's going to face during the season. He hasn't faced the same defensive schemes that they're going to throw at you during the regular season. You know, so not to take anything away from Jones that he can't handle it, but he needs not to step back and watch how Eli handles it and learn. Kind of like Rodgers did. And I'm sorry, Rodgers is great, but I don't think Rodgers would have been as good so quick if he wasn't behind Brett Favre. And maybe even Steve Young. Somebody like Steve Young may not have been so good so quick if he wasn't behind Montana. Not to make a parallel between those two, hopefully, you know, you never know, but it's just... Well, let me ask you guys, because I said we haven't talked since before the draft. Would you have taken Jones at four, or whatever we took him at, over a defender? When did we take him? Eight, fourth? When did we take him? Fourth. 
Took him fourth. Third. Fourth? Yeah. 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 Um, would, you have, would you have taken him at four? Well, I, I can tell you that uh, we were doing a, show, a Mets show that night uh, during the draft, right? Yeah. We were here. Uh, so, and we were all shocked. I was calling at, it out as we pick. were doing the show. Yeah, and, and we, we, were, we wanted a defend, uh, defensive guy. Yeah, we um, wanted defense. But now looking, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. I'm, I'm, I was, o- I was okay after you know thinking through it a little bit, and now I'm even more okay watching some of. And like you said, he's not, he's not facing the, the, the t- type of defense that will p- play during the regular season. But watching him be able to, with pinpoint accuracy, throw the ball in the end zone with three defenders in the vicinity of a receiver and put it where only that your receiver can catch it. As a rookie, ner- nerves are going through you preseason, regular season, regardless. You know, you're, you're making that step forward. But I think, you know, you look at all the quarterbacks that got taken and you look at just, just video, you know, passing the eye test. Daniel Jones has been really damn good in the, in the preseason. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm all good with, with the pick now. Uh, and, by the way, if you, get, if you have Peyton Manning saying that, this guy's the the real deal beforehand. You know you got somebody that can man the quarterback position. I agree. So you no, I agree. I agree, but I, I do I do think the Giants got hosed a little bit. I think they panicked a little bit because I think you know they heard the room. Oh, well, two teams want him. Yes, two teams want him. Well, then we better grab him now instead of later on. I think they got hosed that way. I think Jones would have been there because everyone's all about Haskins. Everyone's talking about Haskins. Everyone's talking about everyone else. Nobody was talking about Daniel Jones in the first round. Mm-mm. So I think they got a little bullied into taking him forth, but which is what annoyed me the most. Yeah, no, you're right. You're 100% right on that. Yeah, it, it's, it's like you're doing a fantasy football draft and you got people talking about somebody that they might take in one round and you reach for them and you, know, you overpay for it. Which I think they did. And I'm not, I'm not a conspiracy theory guy. I'm not one of those dudes, but I do think... Someone's like, oh, well, we might just take this guy. We might take this guy. Oh, well, we better take him now instead of later. And I think they lost, you know, a chance of a top five defender. But I do like what they did with the second pick and the third pick and the rest of the defenders they did take. Yeah, they they did a really good job in this year's draft. And you know, I'll I don't necessarily agree with that uh, regarding we may have taken Jones too early because I feel like if you know this is the guy who's going to lead your team in the future. You're, you're never overpaying if you're taking him in a fourth pick. And I get it. We could have waited. But you're then you're taking the guy you know is going to lead your team. And you're just leaving him hanging to dry. And somebody can just pull him off the line. And then you're where? Stuck with a 38-year-old quarterback who's retiring. And Kyle Aletta ready to take the, the helm. Who is now um, an eagle, right? He he didn't he go to the after we released him last year. He went to the Jets, right? I think so. So now and then we grabbed, picked him back up, and now he's an Eagle. Yeah, something like that. And once yeah, I think they have a depth chart of injury too, so he'll be gone over there soon as well. But I, my point is, you know, I I agree with them pulling him at fourth. I wasn't upset. I was just curious. My first instinct was, I need to look at this guy because honestly, I didn't know much about Daniel Jones, and the more I looked into him. And the more I watched him and I watched his college tapes on YouTube and everything else, I was I, I was like, you know, this is like Eli 2.0. And you mm-hmm. and I have had that conversation where he is Eli with maybe even a little bit better arm and some legs. You know, and Eli never had legs. They look alike. 
They, they look like they twins. They talk alike. They look alike. They got they got the same goofy eyeball thing Perfect. going on. Yeah. Hey, I listen. I'll take I will take there. another fifteen years of Eli face for oh, hell yes. <laughs> and you know all the success we have not had over the over the this is sixteenth year, right? So mm-hmm. fifteen years was not Eli's fault. We've had some bad office management, you know, where we didn't handle the drafting well. Uh, uh, we didn't, you know, take care of our lines. The, the defense a few years ago where we spent a ton of money. On crap. It got got better, but it just wasn't It wasn't enough. That, that I think that was the year that we, we got killed in the first round against the Packers. Yeah. Um, speaking of former Giants uh, in the news... Do you remember a, a young man named Eric Flowers? Oh, is he back? Yeah. <laughs> no, he's not back. He plays for the Washington Redskins now. Oh, um, and so uh, today, is he, uh, he was in, He is starting, but he has moved to... Uh, he's no longer in a tackle position. He is now a left guard. Which is where a tubby shit like him should be, because he oh was going to fall forward to try to get you a few yards. Is that where he was in Miami, left guard? No. No, he, was no, he, he, played, he played tackle in, uh, with the with the Canes, and then so he's now with his third team, third NFL team. He went to the Jags. Coughlin couldn't even get get him turned around. So now he's with Washington. And you know, it's funny. Uh, quick side note here. Shout out to uh, producer Joe. Side note. Um, but we, I was having a conversation with somebody today about you know. Um, I think it was Kyle, actually. Kyle was like, well, why is everybody picking the Giants this weekend? And I said, yeah, there's a there's a difference in the teams. And it, all things being equal, Cowboys would probably win the game. But it's a division game. Those things take on a mind of its own. Yep. And he said, so why, aren't, why isn't anybody picking the Redskins over the Eagles? I said, well... Redskins are not really part of our division. <laughs> it, it, it's the other three teams, and then it's the Redskins somewhere down. There's a bunch of dead air down there, and then it's yeah. the Redskins. I, Unless you're in the 80s, and that was a long time ago. Yeah. But, but so he, he came out, and he says, you know, if you, he has no ill will towards the Giants. But I, I, I thought I was going to read some of that, and I was going to get pissed off. Um, but he, he said he learned a lot from the Giants, uh, no ill will. Um, but he did say, you know, if you read about me as a giant, you'll think I'm this horrible villain. With and the only thing that I remember is that he put, he I remember he pushed a reporter. Um, but outside of that, I don't think he was a bad guy. He just couldn't block for Eli for his life. Poor Eli. Yeah. And the blind, he was a left tackle and he was coming out the blind side, and Eli was getting rocked every other play. Yeah, I don't have any out of game bad memories of him. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, and a lot of times he really did try. I know yeah. he was trying. He just was not the skill level from college to NFL did not translate for him. It, so um, it, I think it was a combination of that, and I don't know if he ever fully recovered from that ankle thing. Could be that too. Uh, so yeah. I, I think it was a, a combination of both. But congratulations, Redskins! You got yourself a crappy and, uh, and who defender. Knows, you know, sometimes these guys... Oh, I think, I think a move to guard would be good for him, though. I think, yeah. I think a move to guard is way better for him. I think we should have done that. Yeah, or we should have put him on the bench and let him be a backup second, third string guard. <laughs> Tight end? Yeah. Oh, we could... Right. We could have taught him to be... He could have been a fullback. A fullback. Yeah. He'd be our next Jared Bunch. <laughs> all, right, so let, so, all right, so let me ask you guys then. What's Landon Collins' problem? Oh, he's a little whiny bitch. 
Sorry, YouTube, Facebook, everybody. But, like, why? Why? You know, that's what I was saying. You left as a free agent, you signed with this team. I understand right. they didn't offer him a contract. But why? Why are you hating so bad? Why does he want to hit Gettleman on the sideline? Like, he, this dude's lost his mind. I'll say one thing. His approach to this whole scenario is it's self-evident. That is why he's not a giant. Yeah, and that's I, it. I liken, I liken the Collins situation without the wanting to hit the other coach, manager, to as Jubal Cabrera with the Mets. So, give you a little... Uh, what? So, as Jubal Cabrera cried and wanted to be traded and all this stuff because he didn't have a, a position, the Mets didn't want to play him at shortstop, they wanted to play him at second base, he wanted to go somewhere, you know, he's an aging middle infielder, couldn't play the position anymore. Why? No, oh, trade me, trade me, trade me. Then the Mets don't trade him. Then they do trade him for uh, to Philadelphia last year, and then the Mets don't <laughs> sign him in the off season. And now he's uh, when when the Mets were looking to get add at the deadline or so somewhere around there. I chose the 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 Nationals because the Mets hurt my son's feelings because they wouldn't sign me. What? By the way, welcome to the team, Joey Panic. But yeah, it's very it's very similar. It's it, it, yeah yeah. And Landon Collins, I'm sorry. Uh, you got beat a lot over the top. You're not as good as you think you are. You're good. You had a lot of tackles. When you went to tackle, you didn't really miss a lot of tackles. But you got beat over the top a lot. You're not as good as you think you are. You're good at talking. And we're done with you. And all of your blah, blah, blah mouth jarring is the reason why you're not a giant. A la Tiki Barba. Barba? Tiki. Tiki, Tiki. Tiki Barba. Barba. <laughs> Uh, and, and, and ODB, why do you think Odell's not a, a giant? Yeah, no, mouth. Huh? Let me let me fight a, a, a field goal post. Yeah, <laughs> so mad. Uh, welcome. Yeah, Odell, Odell got his money and still was saying bad stuff about Eli and the Giants and the team. And then he quit on us the last four games. Yep. So I'm glad he was gone. I was extremely happy he was gone. I liked Jabril Peppers a lot. I think we should have got at least another draft pick for him, but whatever. Oh, I'm, I'm happy he's gone. I don't know who we got to pick for him, but I remember being happy about it. it but <laughs> but we, we got a we got a lot more than what the Steelers got for Antonio Brown. Um, so I, I was scared and that Le'Veon Bell. and Le- <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of scared that the Giants were you know if they were pushing this trade that they were going to kind of get screwed like the Steelers. The Steelers got a third and a fifth. And oh we, no, we, we got good. We, we, we got much better than than the Steelers got, but I, I do agree with Tim. I think we could have squeezed out a little. We little, could have. Yeah, little, they took Dexter, they little, took Dexter Lawrence, who little I think is going to be a great tackle. And by the way, Antonio Brown, really quick, just want to touch on this real quick. I'm so sorry if you drafted him in fantasy, um, but this guy has been a, an absolute joke in Oakland. Gruden is being made out to, to you know, he's, he's, he's looking like a clown right now. Uh, first, it was the money situation. It was the cl- the clown, the helmet. the helmet situation. I'm thinking of that meme that I saw with Antonio Brown dressed as a clown yeah, with the helmet on. Yes, yes. <laughs> so that then it was the fines. You know, you don't show up to practice. You got first of all, you got fined fourteen thousand dollars. That's chump change to you, buddy. And then you want to fight the GM. I'll work. <laughs> and then they have an off season. I get paid. A small fraction of what you get paid. I don't have an off season. You get paid a half. <laughs> we work for the same company. I'm not going to say their company name, but I'm going to write a letter to the CEO of the company. Tom, I want an off season, paid off season. <laughs> we'll see how far I go with that. Uh, Venable, uh, welcome to the show, Adriana, my wonderful wife. Welcome. 
I, I understand wanting to fight Mike Mayock. I'm not a fan of his. But when, when he becomes your boss, the GM, yeah. He's, he's not going to try to fight the poor guy. Jack Mayoffer? <laughs> Sorry, good that was up. Speaking of the Panther thing, I, I drafted uh, Julio Jones in one of my leagues, and guess what? Now he's saying he's not going to play without a new contract. Thanks. I didn't hear that. I didn't hear oh that my, either. Wow. Yeah, it, it, was on, wow. it was just on before I just saw it. I got Matt Ryan on my what fantasy. Is, see, this is this is what's going I'm on. I'm going to substitute Matt Ryan the, now. The players. <laughs> How much time do we have left? <laughs> outside, so baseball is the only sport right now, and maybe hockey, that the players are not ruling the, the, the world. Basketball, you know, Kawhi Leonard gets traded. Uh, you know, uh, the Clippers want Kawhi Leonard, and Kawhi Leonard makes a call 2 o'clock in the morning saying, get me this guy, and then I'll sign with you. Fifteen minutes later, trade done. Kawhi is with the Clippers. Same thing with the with with football. Le'Veon Bell, he holds all this money that these. I I get it. They 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 drive the revenue. Uh, these big stars, but enough already with this. So on the NBA thing, I had to say this. <laughs> on the NBA thing, uh, I get it because you know there's five players on a court at any given time, so one player can make a huge impact. But in baseball and football, I don't see, unless you're a quarterback, making a huge impact to the extent of, like, an NBA player. So in the NBA, I kind of get it. You know, you, you get somebody who's, like, a Kawhi who says, get this guy to join your team, and you're going to jump through hoops to try to get the guy on your team. Because now you have two guys out of five on your court, and that's a huge impact. But Le'Veon Bell, great talent, nothing away, taking nothing away from him. But all he did was hurt himself last year. Because yep. now he's a Jet. Because his team had James Conner uh, come in and, and do Le'Veon Bell type things. If you have a good line, you have good coaching, uh, you may not be able to perform the same way like Le'Veon Bell does, but you're able to per, uh, uh, create schemes to highlight that particular running back's talent and substitute it with other people on the team so that way you're still getting the points per game that you would normally get. Yep. But yeah. I, I, my, my point is that the players are ruled. Well, you, think it, you, you think it's funny, though, because football is the one where they should have ruled because there's no guarantees, you right. know, in football. Yeah, Baseball just, is different. You sign for $400 million, you're getting $400 million. Right. And, and you can't cut nobody or trade them anywhere. Like, someone might, like I said, even if Zeke Elliott could have been cut, if Jerry Jones had any balls, he would have said, listen, you're going to play this year or you're done. Or, or you can sit for two years ruin your career and I'll go pay someone else to play. Could have did that. Yeah, because he, he had, uh, it, you know, in, in reality, he's got, he had two more years on his contract and on t- on top of that, the Cowboys could have then franchised him for three years. So, real, realistically, Jerry Jones didn't have to do anything for him for the next five years. Right. Yeah, so I, it's not the players with the power, it's the owners bowing down yes. to these morons. Right, right. And then the, the football shouldn't have that. Football, they have the they, the owners have the power. They they will cut you like there's no tomorrow. They don't care. Like goodbye. Uh, I would did the same thing. I would told Elliot, look, you don't want to play. I will go get what's his name from the from the Chargers. You can sit home for two years. I'll go trade for him. And and you know, good luck in your career in two years. I, I was I was just having this that conversation in a in a at football off season. Things happen so quick and under the radar. I have to, I have to, you know, wrap my head around where everybody's. I didn't, I had no idea Eric Flowers went to the Redskins. Yeah, I had no idea. No, all, all, the, all these different. But also, moves. a lot of that happens during baseball season. We're big baseball True. guys. Yes. So I start paying now, like now, I'm football focused. But prior to now, 
I, I honestly I wasn't fully football focused. Yep. I'm doing all my catch up now. I'm listening to all my Giants podcast. I'm listening to all my Giants reports. Reviewing the 53 man roster, looking up the people I don't know because I don't know some of them. Yes, um, you know where in baseball I'm tuned in. Yep. Because it's right now it's down the line. This is down the stretch in baseball. Yep. So it's a little rough, but I, I think. Uh, to, I agree with both you guys' points where the players in football should not have as, as much leverage. And I like the shift in balance in baseball. I think it's it's beneficial to the game because we are not allowing, except if you're Philadelphia and you sign the flipper, hair flipper, all this money. But we're not allowing mostly these players to dictate the market as much as we used to. I mean, you still have your Harper and Machado who get all this money, but in football, so, you know, look how long they waited to get it. That's the whole point, right? You know, the the only thing you I will say, they're trying to make it better. I think they are, and the only thing I'll say about football is, for example, like somebody like Zeke Elliott, the running backs' careers are very short. They usually don't even last all those franchise tags, and if they do, their talent has diminished because they took taken such a beating. Um, I, I do think that some of those position players should get paid. I mean, ninety million is a bit much, but you know, I think. They should get paid up front. But outside of a quarterback in football, there's nobody who has that much of an impact. I mean, take Drew Brees out of the Saints, eh, you got a lot of problems. Take anybody else off the Saints, maybe not so much. Yeah. Yeah, uh, like but Tom Brady. Yeah. Elliot, you could also say, all right, listen, I understand you want your new contract, but we're not going to do it right now. How about the two years you have left, I just guarantee that money, and then you play. Right. Okay, yeah. that, that's good then. You can if you guarantee that those two years – then I can play. I have a little security for myself. But you know that you know the holdouts, and then they're going to play again, and flying back and forth to the Bahamas. I mean, come on, give uh, me a break. And you know what? Uh, just to touch real quick on the Melvin Gordon situation. So Melvin Gordon is in a completely different situation than Zeke Elliott. He's a free agent after this year, so he has to report by week ten. Every week, uh, you know, if I'm an owner, every week that he doesn't report is money off of what I would offer him. Um, but he has to report to week, by week ten, or else he's not eligible to become a free agent. Oh, so now a, a lot of people drafted Melvin Gordon from a fantasy perspective. Uh, you know, a little bit later in rounds, but let's say he shows up week ten, they're not starting him um, no. because the other two guys uh, can can do really well on their on their own. Eichler and uh, can't remember the other guy's name right now, but. Then uh, so then week eleven week twelve they have a bye, and for fantasy purposes there's not much else after that. No. Nope. So he's he's borderline undraftable uh, in in fantasy. Um, let's get to I want to do two two more things before we close out and let everybody get to the pregame show for tonight's uh, Bears and Packers game. Uh, so the I want to the Bears. I want to run down. Uh, and a little bit later on tonight, you can go to cinesportstalk.com uh, and you can see all of our picks uh, for the season. Uh, but I want to just specifically go down the Giants' schedule uh, real quick and kind of see where the wins can come from uh, and kind of see what where our heads are at as far as predictions are concerned uh, for win totals. So we open up. We know that we open up against the Cowboys uh, this Sunday. Um, 425. We do not have any primetime games this year, I don't believe. Um, you want to do a rapid-fire roundtable? Win-win-loss? Yeah. So we'll, we'll just say win or loss. Uh, so at the Cowboys, week one, Tim. 
I like the upset. I, I think we're going to make the upset this week. Key win. All right, I call it a win also. Um, next week at home against the Buffalo Bills, Tim. Yeah, my wife's in the showers. So that's definitely a win. <laughs> yes. I'm all right. That is a win too. I'm going to call it a win also. So we're all at two and zero. Oh. Boom. Let's, let's let's remember this. All right. Now the game that is down here that I can't go to at the Bucks. Tim. Three and zero. Oh. Ooh. I'm not a I'm not a Winston fan. I'm going three and zero oh too. All right. So this is where we're getting out of control because. We did this last year, and we were <laughs> yeah, we were like sixteen and sixteen and one in it. We no, had sixteen think, and I, one in a sixteen game season. And I, I got dirty <laughs> looks because I I said eleven and five or ten and six. <laughs> yeah, but real, real, realistically, you know, I see the Cowboys kind of pulling this one out this weekend. But week one, you can't go against your team on week one. No, you no, can't. no, no. So now, so now uh, they head back home and they play the Redskins, Tim. Darren, four and oh, baby. All right, we're four and oh. oh yeah. <laughs> four and oh, we're baby. taking it, baby. You too, four and oh. Yes. Oh yeah. All right, and then uh, we have another home game and against the Vikings, where I'm going to say first loss of the year. Yeah, me too. I agree. All right, so all four and one. Uh, then I believe it's a Thursday night game uh, on Prime Video. We yeah, it's, it's going to be on NFL Network, Fox. I guess CBS lost that. NFL Network, the Thursday night stuff. Um, and then also on Amazon Prime Video, we head to Gillette to face an old quarterback. Four and two. Loss? All right. Tim? Loss. Loss. Okay, four and two. So now we're on a two-game losing streak here. Uh, week seven, we're back at home against the Cardinals. Exciting offense. Might be historically bad defense. Tim, what do you think? That's a win. Five and two, baby. Five and two. I'm, I'm with you. All right. Then we head to Detroit, Rock City. Face the Lions. Trap game. Ooh, trap, trap, trap game. What do you think? Me first? Yeah. Uh, five and three. Oh, it says a loss. Okay, Tim, what do you got? I, I actually, for some reason, I smell a loss there, too, for some reason. Yeah, it's like a trap game. It's like, uh... All right, I'm I'm gonna go with you guys, five and three. Uh, next game up, we are at home against the Cowboys. Tim, uh, I only went uh, one and one, so I'm gonna say a loss. I do the Sunday night game. I do the exact same. It is a Sunday night game. Yeah, so I go. Last. Except the Redskins. The Redskins were beaten both times. Well, okay. So I, last year when I said that, that's how I automatically do it with the Eagles and the Cowboys one on one. I also got dirty looks, but. I like I like your thought process. What do you got, Keith? No, I do I do the same thing. No, no, no yeah, t- no. I'm agreeing with you, Tim. I'm looking at Keith. Oh, yeah, for giving yeah. me dirty looks last year. Five and four. Five? <laughs> oh, a loss. So now we're five and four. Yes. Then we head take a very long trip to the visitors <laughs> clubhouse the the locker room, and we play the stanky green Jets, Timmy. This is a real tough one. The Jets are the kind of team you have to see how they play the first few games. But I'm going to go win because that's our damn stadium. Boom. Six and four. Six and four. All right, we're at six and four. Then we head into Chicago. Definite loss. 
Six I'm going to play lock here. That defense is ridiculous. It's insane. Six and five. Uh, all right. Then we head back home, and we've got the Packers to start December. Timmy. I got a loss for that. Mm-hmm. Yep. 500. Um, all right. So we're at six and six now. Then we head to Philadelphia. Damn, that's a rough three-game stretch, schedule makers. I got, I got a loss for that one, too. Six and seven. All Six right. Seven. Uh, then we got Why, the. Are we all at the same page? I think so. This is crazy. We're all, we're all doing well right now. Uh, then we are at home against the lowly, lowly, trading away, sucking for anything they can get. Dolphins. That's a win. It's a victory. Five hundred. Here we come, baby. They're to the playoffs. Going through <laughs> the Dolphins. Seven and seven at the Redskins. Win. Eight and seven, baby. Eight we're going for it. And then at home against the Eagles. Oh, Wait. snap. Nine and seven. I'm Nine and seven. We sneak into that second wild card spot. Bam! I'm going to go with a loss there. What a loser. Oh, <laughs> uh, and I'm going to go eight and eight. So you guys are going nine and seven. See, this is a little bit more realistic than last year. Nobody can call us homers. Yeah, nine. I got nine and seven. <laughs> All right, so you guys have nine and seven. I have eight and eight. And I have, um, without going through each individual game, Rodriguez has uh, stated that the New York football giants will go eight and eight this year. Okay. So we got a couple of eight and eight, a couple of nine and seven. Um, I, I do think we can make some damage in that, after that wild card spot. I, I, I no, I d- definitely think so. That, that that last game against the Eagles might be a huge, huge. Mm-hmm. Okay, game. so you're all picking the Giants to beat the Eagles at home. No, in week 17. no. I'm saying they lose. I, I, they'll, I'm they'll saying be, they win. Uh, I know. We, we did this already. We did. <laughs> all right. Now let's do a, a real quick um, round robin before we close out on um, on uh, week one. So we'll go week one. You guys, have, we've already submitted our, our picks to CineSportsTalk.com. That should be up later today as well. It's been a busy week, guys. Busy, busy week. All right. Um, so tonight's game, we got the Packers. Aaron Rodgers heading to Chicago to face Khalil Mack and the Chicago Bears. Keith, who you got? I picked the Packers, but... Um... You can't. My money's it. on the Bears. <laughs> okay, but I want. I picked the Packers because that's what I want. All right, so I I have the Bears there. Uh, Timmy, Bears. The Bears. All right, then we start our Sunday schedule. We got the Rams heading to Carolina to play the Panthers. Tim, Rams. Rams. What did I pick? Rams. I don't remember. You, where are you going to find it? On the text. I have it written down. So we got to wait for you. You got to wait for me. Jeez. Yeah. All right. I am a I, I, I don't have my either. I might contradict myself or whatever. Yeah, that's fine. We, we, we do that sometimes. Never. Uh, while you do oh, that, I pick the Rams. Welcome William and Casper. You're pretty friendly there, Hope Casper. <laughs> RRR. Sure, you have to deal with that shit your whole life. Sorry, though. Anyway. All right, do you pick the Rams? <laughs> yes, I picked the Rams. All right, Redskins at Eagles. Uh, e- easy one for me. Eagles. Tim. Eagles. Schmeagles. Bills at the Jets. Tim, you got to pick the Bills here. Well, I did pick the Bills here. Okay, you did? Sorry, Sam. Yeah, I did. Okay, I'm, I'm going with the Jets. I went with Green. Sorry, Sam. All right, uh, Falcons heading to Minnesota. What might be a um, 
a lesser Falcon team based on what Tim what you reported a little bit earlier on. No. Um, I think I still went with the Vikings. I went with the Falcons, but I don't know now. Well, well that's who I went with. Tough shit. Tim? Yeah, I think Falcons before the Julio Jones outcomes. Yeah, I, I, so yeah. Good, though, I won't change. I think we all did. Uh, Ravens heading down here to Miami to play the Dolphins. I went with the upset and picked the Dolphins to give all the fans false hopes for their <laughs> 2 and 14 season. Yeah, I went with the Ravens. Me too, Ravens. All right, uh, the Chiefs and a ridiculous offense going against a Jaguars defense who two years ago was phenomenal, last year not so much. Um, but Chiefs heading to Jacksonville to play the Jaguars. Chiefs. 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 All right. Chiefs, Chiefs. The Titans heading to Cleveland to face slaughter. Odell Beckham and the Cleveland Browns. What a slaughter. Browns. The Browns. Well, Odell says he can't sprint because of his bad hip, but I'll still take the Browns. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Cry, exactly. Cry, baby. Colts, Andrew Luck and... Oh, no, Andrew Luck retired, huh? Uh, the Colts are going to <laughs> San Diego <laughs> to play the Chargers. Uh, seems like an easy one now. Uh, Chargers, I have. Got the Chargers. Yeah, I got the Chargers now too. Yeah, I, I, I did. I would have had the Colts, but now I got the Chargers. I saw a yeah. pre-Andrew Luck announcement real quick. A pre-Andrew Luck announcement on uh, or prediction of divisions, and they picked the Colts. Oh, uh, I would have had the Colts too. <laughs> I would have them too. So bad. Yeah, they, they, there are still uh, sites out there that have the Colts going like ten and six, but I, I just don't see it. They I mean, Brissett. Uh, is good. No, they they had it in there. Who's their quarterback now? Uh, Brissett. Oh, he's. I mean, he's not. It's not terrible. He, it's more of dump off passes, that kind of stuff, and they're they're running back tandem with uh, Mac. They're and, better um, off winning two games and getting a freaking yeah, draft. Yeah, anyway. no, for sure. Uh, but I got the Chargers there. Next up is uh, as we're getting into the, some of the afternoon games on Sunday now. Bengals heading to play the Seahawks with their new addition, Mr. Clowney. You like new addition? New addition. <laughs> I, I think they're touring now, right? Yeah, something yeah. like that. Well, I, picked I, got, the, I picked the Seahawks. I got the Seahawks also. Seahawks. All right, 49ers. And so I'm not going to go. We'll, we'll get into this part uh, next week. But 49ers head to Tampa to play the Bucks. Niners. Got the Niners. I, me too, Niners. All right, look at us. All in line, all in, si- in, in sync. This won't last for the season. There will be plenty of arguments coming. Come on, I gave you another one. I said new edition before, and then I said we're all in sync. Oh, that's nah. right. I slept on that. I'm sorry. More that that has the you know the I avalanche be, continues. I must be the new kid on the block. Ah. <laughs> Man, it feels like it's like 98 degrees in here. It does. Uh, <laughs> Sweaty ball city. Giants at the Cowboys for 425. I think we all picked the Giants yeah. on that one. Uh, stupid, smart, or or otherwise. Uh, Lions heading to Arizona to play the Cardinals. Yeah, I, home team. I got the Cardinals. Timmy. Uh, yeah. Was it the Lions? Who'd you say? Lions what? at the Cardinals. You know, I'm going to go with the Lions in the upset there. Okay. That, 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 that is a pick on type of game. And that is definitely, a, if you ask who's going to win, a uh, type of uh, yeah, the The Lions are bad. Cardinals defense is like I said might be historically bad so this might be a uh, 
45 to 38 games. I don't don't believe in Kyler Murray yet. I don't believe in that kid yet. Yeah, no, not not yet. But but the potential is there with, you know, David Brown. um, He's an explosive uh, running back, both in the passing and the running game. So No relation to downtown Julie Brown, though, right? Not at all. Uh, The Sunday night game is the Steelers heading to Foxborough to play the Patriots. I went with the upset in this one, baby. You did. I'm going with the Pittsburgh Steelers. I went with the Patriots. Patriots. Patriots seem to suck the first couple games, and then they put on their Superman cap and kick ass, but we'll We'll see. see. Uh, And then Monday night, as always, we've got a doubleheader. First game is going to be the Texans heading to New Orleans. I picked the Saints. I hate this doubleheader crap, I'll be honest with you. I don't know. It's stupid, but I want with Saints, too. So, okay, Saints. Uh, Timmy? The battle, the battle of the oh, Yeah, I like the Saints, even though I like what the Texans have done the last few days. I, I, I'll i go with the Saints. Yep. Can I announce yeah. Kenny Stills. Yep. Yes. And then yes, the, sir. the second one in that game is the battle of the whack. The Broncos versus the Raiders. The Raiders just got more whack. <laughs> really did. <laughs> Who do you have? Yeah, if Tom gets suspended, I'll take the Broncos in the upset. Yeah, that's a good pick. Yeah, I, I I went with the home team. Yep. Usually when it's a I went with the home team. Couple too. of great teams or a couple of crappy teams, I go with the home team. I picked the silver and whack to win. I yeah, mean black. So. <laughs> All right, you know what we're missing right now that we typically do in the Mets show. Fuck. But yes. And now Keith. We have a Fakata for the show. I, oh, Fakata Zeke, Fakata Dak, Fakata Jones, Fakata Dallas, Fakata <laughs> NFC East, except for the Giants, of course. Fakata your mothers, your sisters, your asses, and everybody. I hate you. Die, Dallas. I'm not really mad though. I don't. I don't you know, <laughs> uh, the truth he's is, not an angry person. And Kyle, I'm sorry. I know Kyle's a really good guy, smart kid. Uh, no offense, Kyle, but like if somebody just offset tells me. Hey, I'm a Dallas fan. I automatically assume they have lesser intelligence. Mm-hmm. Is that it's just a weird thing, yeah. Tim, if somebody randomly just says, "Hey, I'm a Dallas fan," do you like automatically you're not so assume smart. they're just kind of stupid? Yeah, you like kind of tilt your head and go, "Aw." Yeah, it's like, "Aw." Right, like really? You know, it's, yeah. like, it's like the dog with a third with three legs. You know, you're like, Aw. <laughs> well, my first my first question is, "Are you from Dallas?" No. Then why? <laughs> right. Oh, well, exactly. That's a whole yes. other story. You know that that's or as we say in New York, that's a whole nother story. Uh, yeah. I mean, come on, bro. Like, what are you doing? You're not even from Dallas. You front-running piece of garbage. The Dallas Cowboys suck. I hate them. Zeke Elliott is a piece of shit. He looks ugly. He's the ugliest running back in history. Talented as hell. No disrespect to your talent, but you're freaking ugly. And Prescott, screw you. Just screw all of you. You all suck. I hope that you suck. I don't wish any injuries on any of the Cowboys because we've dealt with too many injuries. But fuck, I tell all of you so I forgot to say, you know, I went with my throwback Jason Seahorn jersey. Very good. Or like Mike, Mike Piazza on the Giants jersey. Nice. We'll go with Seahorn. <laughs> We're going to go with Seahorn. I love Piazza, but it's Giants. All right. So that'll about wrap it up. Um, game is coming on in about 10 minutes. We got another show to do in about 10 minutes. The Bears. Uh, uh, what? The Bears. The, oh, you got the Bears. The Bears. Uh, for myself, for Mr. Keith to my left, Rodriguez will be back next week. Uh, and for Timmy on the line, Timmy, we appreciate it as always. Absolutely, fellas. Love, love. So glad we're back doing this. Hell yes. yeah! Stomped you out later next week. Peace. Later. Let's go, Giants, baby. Get a whole new perspective on Ram 1500 and Ram Heavy Duty Motor Trends back-to-back Truck of the Year at the Ram Start Something New Sales Event. Now during Owner Appreciation Month, financing at $11,250 in total values on the 2019 Ram 1500 Classic Bighorn Crew Cab. 
Hurry in for great deals during the Ram Start Something New sales event. Financing for well-qualified buyers through Chrysler Capital. Not all buyers will qualify. Package values based on combined value of package items. Residency restrictions apply. Take delivery from dealer stock by 2-3-2020.